Hi, it's Rob West. You know, MoneyWise Media is a biblically-based financial nonprofit organization that, with the Lord's help and guidance, exists to educate, equip, and connect people to meet the growing demands of today's culture. Now, we do this through our national radio programs and podcasts, our money management app, feature-rich website, and other resources. But it costs a lot of money to do all of this. So before we get to the podcast, I wanted to ask you to consider a monthly financial gift to MoneyWise. Please visit MoneyWise.org and click Donate. And thanks in advance for your generous partnership. Do you know why ducks can't keep a secret? It's because they always quack under pressure. Hi, I'm Rob West. Okay, sorry about that one. But since there aren't many ducks in the audience, it's safe to let you in on a few secrets for financial security, ways to finally get control of your money. Then it's on to your calls at 800-525-7000. That's 800-525-7000. This is MoneyWise Weekend, biblical wisdom for your financial journey. All right, full disclosure now, these aren't really secrets, but they might as well be since so many people don't do them. If you know one of those people, maybe you can pass these along. So the first one is live on less than you earn. If you don't, there's no way to save and you'll almost always run up debt. But if you can get on a budget that allows you to live even a little below your means, you'll stay out of debt and have something to put in the bank for emergencies. Fail to do this and you're looking at a long, hard road full of financial potholes. The MoneyWise app makes setting up a budget a breeze. At your app store, just search for MoneyWise Biblical Finance. Here's the next one, and it's especially important with what's been happening on Wall Street. Ignore investing so-called experts on TV, especially if they tell you to buy everything in sight when the market's up, or that the sky is falling and you need to sell now. The real secret to successful investing is to own quality index and mutual funds along with some bonds and to hold them for a very long time, regardless of what the market's doing. Unless you're a very savvy investor or have money you can afford to lose, shy away from individual stocks. Forecasting the profitability of single companies is too complicated for the average investor. Okay, here's our next secret for financial security. Buy term life insurance to protect your loved ones should something happen to you. Avoid whole life and permanent policies that mix insurance with investments. Anything but term insurance is too expensive and won't give you the returns you can get by investing separately. The next not-so-secret move is also extremely important in times of high inflation. Get rid of credit card debt. Use the snowball method to pay down the smallest balance first and then move on to the next. But you can only do this if you're following the first secret, live on less than you earn. That way you'll have extra each month to retire your credit card debt. Paying interest on consumer debt is like burning money. Can you really afford to do that? Now, the next item is also critical, and that is buy cars for the right reason. Cars are expensive, and having sky-high monthly payments on a car loan is a sure way to bust your budget. Buy cars for reliability and fuel efficiency, not to show off to the neighbors. 
Speaking of neighbors, this brings us to the next item, and it may actually be a secret for a lot of people. There's more to relationships with those living around you than just being social. For example, a neighbor can be a source of tools you won't need to buy, as long as it's a two-way street and you always return anything you borrow in good condition. Neighbors can also be a wealth of information about your area, like the best places to shop and what deals are out there. Just be sure to give as much as you receive. Okay, the next one is don't touch your retirement savings. Throughout your working years, there will be many times when it seems like a good idea to tap into your 401k or IRA, but it's a quick, short-term solution that'll cause long-term pain. Instead, work diligently to build an emergency fund of three to six months living expenses. Here's another way to ensure financial security, and maybe it's a secret too. Turn off the TV. How will that help? Well, you won't be bombarded by advertising. Financial teacher Ron Blue likes to say that advertising convinces you to buy things you don't need and can't afford to impress people you don't even like. The less advertising you see, the less likely you'll be to buy something on impulse that will almost certainly end up in a closet or out in the garage when the novelty wears off. As an extension of that, have you ever invested in a hobby that you later realized wasn't all that fun or interesting, like taking up golf or scuba diving? Uh, These can cost hundreds or even thousands of dollars just to get started. Instead, look for hobbies that have little or no ongoing costs. An example might be teaching yourself how to play an instrument or taking a class on building a website or cooking. You can do many of these things online now at a relatively low cost. Okay, our last item probably won't be a secret either, but it's definitely a no-brainer. Don't gamble. That includes not playing the lottery. You have better odds of being hit by lightning twice than winning what is really just a state-sponsored numbers racket. It's also bad stewardship. Gambling doesn't glorify God and how we use His money. All right, I hope those things are helpful to you today. Much more on Money Wise Weekend just around the corner. Stick around. Siri, what's the best way to save for college? Hmm, I'm not sure. Well, what does the Bible say about co-signing for a loan or investing for retirement? I don't know that either, but you can find those answers on the free MoneyWise app. Really? Sure. You can connect with the online community and get answers and encouragement from MoneyWise coaches. That sounds great. Siri, download the MoneyWise app. Got it. Learn Learn more at MoneyWise.org. Do you feel like your hands are tied with debt, preventing you from serving God? If you have credit card debt, Christian credit counselors can help. Through our debt management program, we can get you out of credit card debt about 80% faster while honoring your debt in full. For more information on how Christian credit counselors can help, visit ChristianCreditCounselors.org. That's ChristianCreditCounselors.org. Or call 800-557-1985. 800-557-1985. Welcome back to Money Wise Weekend. I'm Rob West. Let's head right back to the phones. Kristen's been waiting patiently in Minnesota. Kristen, go right ahead. Hi. I hey am calling regarding mortgage payments today. Um, yeah. So just for clarification, I'll throw out some numbers. Um, so my husband and I, we have a minimum mortgage payment of, I believe it's $570. But we have it set up um, as a $700 payment every month. Okay. So I guess my question is, 
instead of tacking on that extra 130 to our regular payment, would it be um, more beneficial in the long run to pay the minimum or pay 600 and pay that extra 100 in a separate principal payment? Uh, no, it really doesn't matter. In fact, it's better for you to pay it as soon as you can. So, you know, if you were to think about holding on to that money and then paying it one lump sum at the end of the year, I'd rather not you not do that because with an amortized mortgage, you're paying interest on the interest. So the quicker you can pay down principal, the less you're going to pay. So I like the idea of you sending it every month. As to just the mechanics of how you send that money in, whether it's in one check that goes in every month or two checks, uh, it really doesn't matter. In fact, I would use one check and keep it simple so long as your mortgage servicer is applying it properly. And you can just check that pretty quickly online to make sure that they're doing that. Once you do it once, you should be fine. Um, but you're just going to want to make sure that it, you are, in fact, satisfying the mortgage minimum payment, the scheduled payment from the amortization schedule, and then they're taking every dollar extra and applying it directly to principal. And once you verify that, then I think that approach of doing it monthly, thereby reducing the principal as soon as the money is available, uh, and in one check, which is just simpler for you, just makes a lot of sense. Now, if your mortgage servicer was that was tripping them up, their systems weren't accord, accounting for that properly, then yeah, you'd well, probably want to send two checks, but there shouldn't be a need for it. Most uh, most every mortgage servicer is equipped to handle that. Uh, I would verify it, but then I think I would just continue doing it exactly the way you are. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, Kristen. Hey, great job on that. You guys will be knocking off uh, several years of your uh, mortgage repayment here by uh, adding extra to your principal. So that's great. Keep up the good work. Uh, to Cleveland, Ohio, WCRF, Andrew, thanks for calling. Go right ahead. Hi. Good evening. Uh, appreciate you guys. Love your show. Thank you. Real quick. My uh, money guy was um, was ha having me inquire. Uh, I have a 401k with my company. I'm still working on uh, 65, I'll be 66 in, uh, this year. Um, I think I'm working at least a couple more years. And, but he was saying that, uh, you know, I told him that 401k, you know, down like about 17%. And he was asking me to, uh, to inquire about, uh, in-service distribution yeah. or where I would take the money. You know, he was, I, he didn't say all of it. He said maybe half of, I got a couple hundred thousand and now. It was like two fifty is down. Like I said, I'm down seventeen percent. I think it's down like forty thousand. But anyway, uh, he was, you know, he was, um, you know, questioning about, you know, wanted me to do that. And I was just trying to find out what do you think about that. Yeah, Andrew, what did you say your age was? Um, I'm sixty five. I'll be sixty six in October. Okay, very good. And how long do you plan to continue working? Um, at least a couple more years. I mean, I, you know, depending on, you know, God willing, my health stays, you know, I'm not, you know, I drive trucks. It's a pretty easy job. I don't, I don't do a lot of physical stuff, but a couple yeah. more years. Okay. And do you know roughly kind of what the allocation of your investments is between stocks and bonds? Now, see, that's, an, I'm, I, I, I think right now for, uh, for the investment that he has with me, I think, I think I'm more, um, bond heavy, I believe, because I, I just moved the money into this uh, account with, this, uh, with Cambridge, okay. and um, and he's he's got he's doing some stuff. I don't I don't know what he's doing, but uh, okay. you know he's 
Yeah. All right, very good. Well, specifically with the in-service uh, rollover, I assume what he's talking about is you transferring this from a 401k to an IRA. Now, typically, that's done when you separate from your job. Uh, so when you retire or you change employers, but an in-service rollover essentially means you're moving it out of your 401k into the IRA without separating from the company while you're still employed. Uh, not all plan providers offer in-service distributions and and when they do, the rules and conditions vary. Oftentimes, they'll limit the in-service rollovers to employees who are, are 59 and a half or older. You, of course, are, so that wouldn't be an issue. Uh, they also may have special requirements in terms of how long you've been participating in the program. So you need to contact your plan administrator. But if they'll allow it, I certainly don't have any problem with it as long as you have a good sense of uh, you know, who's going to be managing this money when you get it into the IRA because inside the 401k, you have a limited investment universe. Once it gets into the IRA, you have an unlimited investment universe. And so if your advisor feels like he or she can then take over and, and manage it more effectively uh, to accomplish your goals and objectives, then that's fine. They'll certainly have more investments at their disposal. Uh, but in terms of whether or not to leave it there or roll it out, if you have the ability to roll it out, it would certainly give you or your advisor or the two of you more control over the fees and also the investments that are selected. So I think that could be a great option if it's available to you. Okay, that's what he's telling me. I was just, you know, want to know if he, you know, make sure you know what he's talking about. I'm, I, I do trust him. I mean, I've, I've been with sure. him for some years, but he, he moved from another company and got with like his own type of company with some other investors. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of new. So I'll just, you know, I know it's with Cambridge. I can go to the website. I can log in and see my money and everything. I get the perspective. And that's what he was saying, that the perspective with uh, 401k is limited where how you know he put it in this IRA and if I'm able to do this in service distribution, it got more leeway like you just um, uh, talked about. Exactly right. So I think it'll give you a lot more options, and uh, so I don't have a problem with it. I think your next call is to your plan provider to find out if that's permissible. Uh, Andrew, thanks for checking with us, my friend. God bless you. Uh, let's see. We'll head south to Florida. Sue, you're next on the program. Go ahead. Uh, excuse me. Thank you very much. Uh, last year, I invested um, uh, most of my money into a Vanguard Jenny May fund, and uh, I was doing this for the uh, long haul just for protection, but now I see that it, um, it's gone down quite a bit, and my question is, um, would you just go ahead and uh, just stay the uh, course? Uh, yeah. Uh, tell me how this particular asset fits into your overall plan. Is this money you're living off of now, or is this for long-term growth? No, it's just for long-term growth. Um, uh, I'm very blessed uh, with an annuity that uh, provides for my, uh, you know, well-being, and I, you know, okay. live very uh, simply. <laughs> yes. And how much is in this Vanguard fund that you're talking about? This particular one? Um Right now, it's probably down to 800000 Okay. And are you managing all of this yourself, Sue, or do you have somebody who's helping you? No, not in Vanguard. No, like I said, it's, I just put it in there for long term. So, uh, yeah. no, um, I'm just doing it myself. 
Okay. Yeah, you know, I don't have a problem with this. I mean, obviously, they tend to be very stable. I mean, the five-year return would be a little over 1.2%. It's down this year because of interest rates. Um, so it's obviously going to be more stable than the market. I think the question would be, this is a significant sum of money. And so I might get some, you know, some uh, an investment advisor to walk alongside you uh, if you were open to that, just to give you some wise counsel here. But at the end of the day, I don't think you're making a mistake. I would just want to make sure you're properly diversified and don't have all of your eggs in one basket. Um, we've got to take a break. Why don't you hold the line? I'll talk a bit more with you off the air. And Sue, we appreciate your call. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, more of your questions and comments right here on Money Wise Weekend. Do you ever feel stressed or anxious about money? If so, that's normal. But you don't have to accept that. You can find peace of mind and financial security. Learn how with the 31-day devotional, Money, Seeking God's Wisdom. You'll find daily questions to reflect on and practical exercises paired with scripture for spiritual and financial growth. Right now, you can request your copy of the Money, Seeking God's Wisdom 31-day devotional with a gift of any amount at moneywise.org. You probably have a strategy for your finances, your career, even your retirement, but do you have a strategy for your giving? At the National Christian Foundation, we can help you create a giving strategy to inspire your family, maximize your resources, and leave a lasting legacy of faith. To learn how, visit moneywise.org ncf. Welcome back to Money Wise Weekend. I'm Rob West. All right, back to the phones we go. Lisa's in Minnesota. Lisa, you're next on the program. Go ahead. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Sure. My husband is full social, um, actually August 1. We've already applied to receive his Social Security payment, but he's going to continue working most likely through December. So he has a, a 401K through his work. And we're wondering, how do you get distribution of that, like starting January 1? Do we take monthly, and do we have to pay someone to manage it, or yeah. how, do we, how does that work? Yeah, it's a good question, Lisa. So you've got several options. Uh, number one is uh, where the uh, account stays. So you can leave it in the 401k or you can roll it out to an IRA, an individual retirement account, which is not a taxable event. However, you would need to have an IRA open with another custodian and you'd have to decide once the proceeds came in, because they'll come in in the form of cash, uh, how they're invested and who's going to make those decisions. So that's really where an advisor would come in and you'd want to line that up in advance. I'd encourage you to interview two or three investment advisors. You could find some in your area who are certified kingdom advisors in Minnesota on our website, moneywise.org. But typically you'd interview those advisors. You'd select the one that's the right fit. You'd go ahead and open that IRA and then you'd initiate the rollover from the 401k to the IRA. And then you'd set up either a monthly uh, you know, distribution where you'd get a check every month from the account. The advisor would invest it with that in mind, or at any point you can take a lump sum distribution. Now, you don't have to roll it to an IRA. You could leave it right there in the 401k for now. 
And then with regard to how you get money out, it's the same thing. You can either receive a lump sum distribution and you just uh, request the paperwork to initiate that distribution from the plan administrator, or you can set up uh, periodic automatic distributions. So you could say, you know, here's what we need per month to cover our expenses prior to Social Security, you'd let them know and they'll set it up so that every month on the same day you get a check for that amount. So you can do it lump sum or periodic uh, and you can do it inside the 401k or you can roll it out to an IRA and that's where you would need an advisor to set that up and manage that for you typically. Now, you can do that on your own as well. It's just that when you have a lifetime worth of savings, you typically don't want to put that on autopilot unless you have the time and the expertise to make those decisions yourself. And that's why I'd encourage you to have an advisor. But give me your uh, thoughts and questions. Well, in in the IRA rollover, I heard you talk to the gentleman a couple calls of callers ago saying that that may give them a wider range of investing, which I get that. But um, so does an advisor, is their fee typically 1.5% or what is, I just, I mean, if we're only taking out 3%, I don't want to give another 1.5% to someone that, you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. How much do you have in, in the 401k? Well, we were close to seven hundred thousand. Now we're right around over five hundred. But okay. you know, with everything else, we lost. You know. Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah, I can understand. You know, your concern about the fees. I mean, that would be typical, somewhere between one and one and a half percent for that amount of money. Um, and you, and it's a lot of money. There's no doubt about it. I mean, we're talking. You know, potentially, but uh, somewhere between seven, uh, you know, thousand and uh, and ten thousand dollars a year. Um, but you have to also just kind of factor in. Uh, you know, this is somebody who's going to be charged with waking up every day, making sure this money is invested, so that there's a focus on protecting and preserving what you have and getting you into the right investments that's going to generate that 4 or 5% return a year so that, you know, the fee can be covered and you can take out the 3.5% uh, a year that you need, which is very doable, by the way, and still not impact the principal. So I think, you know, having that wise counsel and expertise to make those investment selections for you, I think is well worth the cost, even though I understand what you're saying in terms of it being a lot of money and you're wanting to try to, you know, be free frugal, which is a good thing, but I think when it comes to taking your life savings and making sure that it's positioned properly uh, to maximize the value of this asset in terms of protecting it, preserving it, but also distributing it in the form of income, you know, that's worth the price of admission, if you will, in my view, uh, for an advisor to be making those decisions. Okay. Thank you so much. You are welcome, Lisa. We appreciate you checking in with us. God bless you. Uh, let's head to uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Paul, thanks for calling. Go right ahead. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Um, so I am calling today because uh, my father passed away uh, about six, eight months ago, and they lived on a farm, 40 acres, out in the country. And my mom is wanting to move off the farm. And I'm wanting to keep the farm in the family. And um, so right now, my wife and I, um, I make about 45 before tax. She makes about 28 before tax. Uh, we have a $20,000 emergency account, $1,800 in credit card debt. Um, and she has about 5000 in a uh, another account. 
my there, I don't see a way we can afford a mortgage on the farm, but yeah. what my mom has come up with is with um, you take basically paying for the farm by taking money out of what would technically be my inheritance and sure. then taking 25% off the cost of the farm. Mm-hmm. And what I'm kind of wanting to know is as we're seeing the U.S. dollar get worth uh, uh, worthless, essentially, <laughs> hmm. um, is that a, a wise choice or does that sound like a foolish plan? Well, I think it really just has to do with, you know, whether you want to get into the farming business, if you will. Uh, you know, it's a challenging environment right now for farmers. We need farmers. Don't get me wrong. I'm grateful for the farmers we have. But I would just say in terms of you entering this purely financially speaking, not, you know, keeping this in the family and the other elements that go into this equation. Uh, but for instance, Purdue University has a what they call the Ag Economy Barometer, uh, and they show farming sentiments at the uh, about the future at the lowest they've been in years. And that's because uh, largely due to higher the higher cost of fuel, seed, fertilizer, and other inputs. So I think because of that, you know, it's just a challenging time right now. And I think the question is, are you prepared and equipped to get into the farming business, to take this on, to maximize it? And is that going to be, you know, good for your long-term financial security? And then separate from that conversation is just this idea that you want to be able to keep this in the family. And this is one way to do that. So I think you've got to look at both of those issues because they are two separate issues pray through it, think through it, and and then get some wise counsel. But I would just factor in, you know, what current farmers, people that are doing this every day are currently thinking about the future. And, uh, you know, they're not terribly optimistic in light of the current environment. And so just make sure you factor that into your equation. And Paul, we appreciate your checking in with us today. God bless you, my friend. We'll ask the Lord to give you some wisdom as you make this decision. Hey, thank you to my team today, Amy Lee, Amy Rios. We're thankful to Deb Solomon as well and Jim Henry. Come back and join us tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. MoneyWise Weekend is provided by MoneyWise Media and by listeners like you.